Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back. Dad Bods and Dollars. It's your boys, Greg and Dylan. What's up, Greg? You're going to say what episode, Ron? It's episode 13 now, I think. 13, My lucky yeah. number, 13. 13. That's going number, good. Is that what number you were on the Armadillos? I can't remember. Yeah, 13 is my number. No one else wanted it because it's unlucky. Hell yeah. So I wore it, and maybe it was still unlucky, but it was mine. You're making a lot of a lot of over the you know over the top jump shots. So I mean, yeah, felt good. A lot of hook shots. Just worked out for a you. Of, a lot of threes from further out than I probably should have been taking them. Deep threes. <laughs> a lot of half court shots before uh, Steph Curry and Damian Lillard made them popular. Yeah, you were the OG. So so who who's to say if it was lucky or not? We will never know because those with those shots I was taking had to have a little luck to make them. So. Absolutely. Definitely no skill in there. <laughs> we were a pretty unskillful bunch of uh, City League basketball players, but we had a great time. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, how are you doing? You know, we're hanging in there, man. Uh, busy week of work, so ready to, I mean, it's Sunday now, so unfortunately, Sunday scary sitting in. It's about to happen again tomorrow, but um, yeah, you know, made it through the week. How about you? Surviving. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for a covid to get get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ready to do something else besides it in my house, but I feel that a boy can dream. That. I think for me I was like, man, all the like good holidays that you have to look forward to are gone now. So, we're in kind of a dry spell of like f- gathering, which obviously you shouldn't be gathering. But you get what I'm saying. We're like the good stuff is gone now and we have to wait till like 4th of July. Yeah. Um so, I guess if if it was any other year you could look forward to St. Patrick's Day but probably not true. a lot of fest- festivities for St. Patrick's Day going on so be very little green beer flowing on St. Yeah. Patty's this year. Yeah. A lot of people just sitting around in their athleisure wear. Hell yeah. Love some athleisure. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because I'm a big athleisure. I'm on an athleisure kick right now. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about this. Okay. Uh, you work from home, right? Yes, I do. I worked I worked from home before it was cool. Damn. Again, an my OG. Office, my office said, so there's like this COVID thing that's happening. You guys can work from home if you want. And I was like, hell yeah, I hate commuting. And then um, here we are like a year. And I'm like, I probably should have worked from the office a little bit longer. But. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Insight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with two questions then. Okay. First, with one question, two scenarios. When you're in the office, does mm-hmm. your company have like a, a biz cash policy or like what do you wear in the office? Um, there's like no dress code at all at my work. So nice. as long as you're wearing clothes pretty much, that's that's acceptable. Dang. I usually, I'll usually wear like jeans and a polo. Sometimes... Sometimes a t-shirt if I'm going really casual. Ooh, ultra casual. Maybe even shorts in the summer if I really want to show off the legs too. They let you wear shorts at your office. There's like no rules. Whoa. Well, we're not we're we're behind the scenes, so they don't sure. really care. Sure. That's still very ultra cash. I was gonna ask yeah. you if you think people take advantage of that, but I feel like you take advantage of it by wearing, by showing your knees <laughs> at the office. And this is why I have never gotten a promotion where I work. <laughs> Okay, so we know what you wear in the office. Now I'm going to ask, 
in your home mm-hmm. office, what do you wear, if anything? Ooh. Well, yeah, I'm so casual at the office. I just go buck naked. <laughs> Makes total um, sense. No, I just wear basically the same thing. Okay. I All usually right. I'll just usually wear my pajamas and like kind of roll out of bed, and then whenever like lunch rolls around, I'll get cleaned up and put on sweatpants or <laughs> jeans if I'm really feeling feeling like dressing it up. What about yourself? What's what's the code at work at uh, at home? So I really struggled in the environment. I work in banking, and we're very old fashioned. So it's very much so like encouraged to wear suit and tie if you're in main office so no shorts the hard no on shorts i <laughs> i hope that i will never see some of my co-workers knees ever uh, okay <laughs> so it was very hard for me to transition i will say i got better at it in the summer i would kind of do like a slacks slacks and polo situation okay yeah jacket at home that's usually acceptable but when you're every day at, or like just on fridays every day I would do okay. slacks and polo. When it's, so when it's warm, it's warm to kind of transition into more like a... Yeah, they'll let you get away with it. But like if you're going to visit customers and stuff, obviously they want you in a shirt and tie. So hmm. they got a little less... Uh, so like Goldman Sachs did this whole thing that was like, we're changing the way, the way that businesses or business culture dresses. And when that happened, like two days later, our company sent out an HR memo that said like, so you don't have to wear ties anymore. And I was like, Woo-hoo. but that's all it said. So that was their version of like dressing it down a little bit that you could. No, skip nice. the tie. So your my, neck can breathe a little bit more, but the rest of you feels just as constrained. My concern is that I had a good, a good little belly going on. So the tie actually kind of helped me because they would like cover up the lower buttons that sometimes if I'm sitting in a, you know, a not very cute position kind of pop out a little bit. Yeah. So I just kept I got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Have you ever thought about just wearing like a cummerbund, but no tie? <laughs> I, I think that would be a pro <laughs> move and I could be versatile. I could go to prom or, you know, or just head to head to yeah. a customer customer call. It'd be great. A giant cowboy belt. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. A lot Old of that. We have a big ag portfolio, and I'm sure that a lot of the guys in some of our uh, more rural areas wear their their big buckles out to, to oh, nice. I'm sure it happens. Uh, so this was all going on, and then I found this dress shirt that was made out of like a stretchy. It wasn't like a normal like cotton or you know whatever polyester material. It was like stretchy, mm-hmm. and it was a performance yeah. material. And it was like white buttoned down, but it was like it kept me cool. It still like a dry fit. It's kind of like a dry fit material. Yeah, it's like real stretchy, but like just you know, uh, they just called it performance fabric. I don't know what that really is. Okay. And that changed my life. Come to find out, there's a whole market of men's athleisure wear that's based around performance material that looks kind of dressy. Hmm. Have you uh, have you seen any of this out in the world? I have not, no. But that but that being said, I also don't really go out searching for it. That's true. Because I don't ever have to really wear that. So still have my still have my um just cotton slacks and polyester slacks in my closet right. from when I had to wear those. Yeah. So there was a guy that was he did not fit the mold of our bank culture and he was not with the bank for very long, but he worked in our Kansas City market and I went out there to visit one time and he was wearing 
these pants that looked very comfortable. Mm -hmm. They were like slightly dressy, but not like you could tell they were not like slacks. Okay. And naturally I had to ask him, I said, man, what are, what are those pants? He says they're Lululemons. Now my naive self was like, I thought that was a girl's yoga pant brand. I didn't know that they made men's pants. So we all kind of laughed at this guy and we're like, all right, guy, not going to name him, but you wear your Lululemon pants. And he showed a lot of ankle. You know what I'm saying? He like, he was one oh, of those okay. guys. Yeah. The, the, no, high the, water. Shoes, the shoes, no socks, ankle, show a little ankle. Okay. And uh, so I was like, okay, fine. Well, the other day I met Sierra Trading Company that you told me about. So oh, the yeah, only reason yeah. I know about this place is because Greg told me what Sierra Trading Company was. And now that's my, it's my lifeline. And I picked up a lot of athleisure there. I picked up a pair of, I'm going to say the name wrong, but it's like Gaium, maybe. Uh, no. Athleisure men's pants. Hmm. I just can't take these things off. They're the best <laughs> pants I've ever had in my life. And I'm calling them my action slacks. I can do anything in them. They look nice, and but they're just so stretchy and so comfortable. It's like there's nothing there. It's the best, best suit. That I've does ever sound made. nice. So my naturally, I went down uh, and had to research this, mm -hmm. and apparently, men's athleisure is a huge deal that I was not aware of. And mm. I feel bad for laughing at that guy and his Lululemons because athleisure is set to account for thirty-one percent of apparel sales, at least in the last holiday season. Oh wow! However, that does include sweatshirts and sweatpants, which fit your uh, your. Yeah, that's more my style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. sweatpants. So I really, like I said, I really struggled transitioning to work from home, to work from home because like, it was very, like, mm -hmm. that's a big part of my day. It's like to get dressed and go to the office. You know what I mean? Like that's the start of the day. That's and, your ritual. Uh, yeah. That's my ritual. And so at the beginning I was still wearing like slacks and polos at home and I just looked ridiculous because there's just no reason to. So now that I've got athleisure, which is potentially the best things ever happened in my life. I feel like I'm dressing up for the office, but I'm still super mm -hmm. comfortable. No, well, there you go. So I just wanted to share this with the world. Tip, tip of the week. That's a it's a huge move. Um, I'm calling this my revelation of 2021. I'm probably two years late on it because this guy this was like two years ago. This guy was wearing Lululemon, so he was well ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, but in 2020, it was supposed to be 105 billion worth dollars worth of athleisure wear sold, which is oh, wow crazy. That is crazy. The one thing I will say is that when I was looking online, because I found these one pants, and I was like, man, I got to buy all the pants. Uh, they can get a little pricey. So if you want the name brand stuff, you're looking between $59 to $130 per pair. Jeez. Which is a little much for pants. Full transparency, mine were on the clearance rack at Sierra for 10 So 10 bucks. 10 bucks. It sounds like you got them for like one-sixth of the um, low price. So good work. <laughs> I, I felt good about the deal. You know, I love a good deal. Um, and then I'm pairing that now with this. I'd already been on to, and I think you're aware of this as well. Cause it looks like you're wearing one right now, but mm -hmm. like a performance material golf shirt. It's a little stretchier. Yeah. Like a polo. Mm -hmm. I am uh, wearing one. Looks great by the way. Thank you. And you I haven't like, been look, working out. You look like Dustin Johnson right now. You're about ready to put on a green jacket. Yeah. Thank you. So you pair that type of shirt with these pants. I mean, you can go anywhere. Ultimate the comfort. You're just super comfortable. And 
yeah, I'm all about it right now. So used to be like one of those peak polo guys, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the rougher material. Nah, man. All about that performance. Cotton material polyester nowadays. blend. Yep. It's my life now. I'm nice. a athleisure guy. I haven't, I haven't ever worn any of these pants that you've been talking about. Um, I have heard about the Lululemon pants before. I've heard good things. Um, but yeah, the, I, I would say the most uh, comfortable pair of slacks I've ever worn um, were the Bonobos before they Ooh. sold to Target, which were very comfortable, but they, I would say they weren't the most forgiving because one time I ripped them <laughs> um, when I was bending over to get a golf ball. <laughs> That was exciting. Oh man. It was like pouring halfway through a round of nine. So brutal. Just had another like hour in oh, ripped pants. Dang. I'm sorry. So I'll have, to, I'll have to give athleisure a try to see if these uh, won't rip on me. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's okay. It happens to the best of us. It does. I had picked up a pair of like Under Armour golf pants that were like kind of that stretchier material, but mm-hmm. they just they were very clearly like golf pants and they looked like okay. you were made to like golf in them. These yeah. new ones, they look like they're made to like on all the pictures on their brand, like the people are carrying like briefcases and like some of them have blazers on, on top of it. Like they're trying to dress these well, up. And I mean, I think you can. So do they have any photos of them yeah. like doing um, yoga or anything? Cause those are the pants I need apparently, because if I'm bending over, get a golf ball. I don't want them ripping on me again on one of the brands no free ads because i know this brand sponsors other podcasts so i'm not going to drop them because i need they need to pay us money if we're going to talk about them but um, no free ads ads. they name dropped like 15 other companies we're we're never gonna we're never gonna get sponsored from lululemon but this company i know does other sponsors so okay gotcha 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 um and they're holding out for that sierra i am their whole thing is that the guy's like walking down the street from work and then just like uh-huh. goes beelines it into yoga class and he just like takes off his jacket and he's like ready for yoga class because he's wearing the pants so oh ready for anything you need to try them apparently i think maybe this could be our first like one of our reviews you know pop mm-hmm. that bad boy on youtube of us just doing squats <laughs> see how many squats we can do yeah. before we rip our pants yes this is a this is a wear test on Gaium ten dollar Sierra clearance. I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two inches um, tighter on the waist just to see really how much stretch they have. Your glutes are look gonna look great in those. Just just so you know, look like a uh, something. But I got a compliment from the lady on mine. I like rolled out and I was just, she's like, "Man, glutes looking glutes looking on fire." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, like, babe." Those ten dollar pants look great. These pants have changed my life, so I'm <laughs> I'm on the hunt to find more. Um, and if I don't spend all my money on that, I might have to spend it on this other men's fashion, or other just not men's fashion, but other fashion trend that I stumbled upon that we need to talk about as well. I'm not super excited about this, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a collab, and you know I love a good collab. Um, I think there's been a lot like of the pajamas. Sp- <laughs> the pajamas was a that's a bunk collab. Do not get that collab. <laughs> but I think there's been a lot of successful collabs. Let me name drop a couple in the hype beast category. Louis Vuitton Supreme. Big collab, right? Big. Uh, off-white Nike. Big collab. Pharrell right, Williams like Adidas. Nikes. So you think they're like a little bit dirty? Just a little bit, right? And then they have all this other stuff and like ripped and terrible and you pay a lot of money for them. I have no idea what that is, but continue. You've never seen the off-whites? 
nah my guy i'm, I'm like the least hip person ever I'm just so the a, listeners know i'm gonna put a link for these in our in our body you tell me if they're fire or not but so virgil leblo got he was started this brand called off-white mm-hmm. and then louis vuitton hired him to be like one of their lead designers because he just his off-white stuff took off okay so big collab and then he did a collab from louis vuitton with supreme which is like oh the hype beast dream so now other brands are trying to follow suit okay and the most recent one that i've seen which i only know about because jared leto is like my man crush is north face and gucci okay hold on jared leto's your man crush oh big time yeah no i didn't know that i always thought you'd be more like a seth rogan type of guy Seth Rogen, I feel like we could be like really good friends. I just give him a hug all the time and be like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But like Jared Leto. You'd friend zone Seth Rogen, but like not so much Jared Leto. I would definitely friend zone Seth Rogen. But if Jared Leto rode up in this Gucci North Face collab all in one like jacket pant suit thing, man. Game over. My jacket pant suit's coming right off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> So I put the link out there. Greg, did you take a look at their lookbook at all? Oh boy, did I. (laughs) And uh, maybe just give me some of your uh, initial thoughts. All right, let me pull it back up. But uh, I looked at it a couple nights ago. I was a little, little, uh, had a drink or two and I kind of thought to myself, what is this? Initial thoughts, (laughs) what is this? Why would anyone fucking pay this much money for this? And I'm pulling it back up. And I am completely sober and I am thinking <laughs> the exact same thing. Uh, at first glance, it would be easy to hit it with a what the fuck. Um, but as you scroll through, and I mean, they have a lot of looks on here. Like this lookbook is 17 looks deep. Uh, it looks like they're if gender, not gender, more. Yeah, gender neutral. And I mean, my favorite is look number seven. I'll post this uh, on the gram as well. This Looks to be a gentleman wearing a crop top. And uh, these would be considered Daisy Dukes, I would say. You consider those Daisy Dukes? There's two different look, look seven. But yeah, I see the one that you're talking about. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. got the backpack on, like the really big backpack. And is the, the backpack? Uh, is everything in this part of the collaboration? I, I don't know. I He's wearing the North Face Gucci crop top. And the Daisy Dukes, he's got mid-calf, what look like like leg warmers. And some penny loafers on, as well as a super steezy beanie and a really big backpack that kind of looks like a diaper bag. And I just got to say, I'm here for it. I can't personally wear that, but, you know, breaking down the norms, putting a a guy in a crop top with some Daisy Dukes. Mm -hmm. The Um, North Face Gucci wool socks that he's wearing in that picture are $350 for the socks. So I'm just putting it out there. That's the thing with these collabs. It's like taking two brands that are already pretty expensive and then it's like, oh, we're collab now. We can charge you way more. Double. Yeah. We just Not to say prices. I would ever shop like Gucci yeah. anyway. Sure. And my like North Face jacket is like 10 years old because I don't want to keep paying money for that sort of yep. attire. And also it's a good quality. So I guess there's sure. some value there. Absolutely. But I don't know if I need um, a crazy print north face jacket which looks kind of like what the collab is or like you guys usually do like blue or black or white but now let's spice it up and put some other colors out there in prints they did 
and then they just triplicated triplicated the price. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Leto, my man, is one of the models for this. Arguably, I'm going to say the ultimate male model of 2021. Just putting that out there. He also does some stuff with uh, their cologne line, like their fragrances. Looks great. Looks great in the ads. Shout out, Jared. Um, is there a not, flat for that? I don't think so. They just have their own kind of Gucci line. It's like North Face brings in like um, like a little bit of outdoor like tent smell. So a little bit of like mountain <laughs> air, a little bit of like plastic mesh tent. Hell yeah. And then Gucci's just like very fragrant on top. That sounds delightful. And it just, I, I can smell it right now. Just like I've imagined his hair, his long ass hair smells so good. Just like essence of urban camping. I love that. The uh, it's funny you say that because the ad that he's in, like the main one, uh, mm. is him in what they say it looks like Joshua Tree, and it says climbing other mountains, and he's like wearing this. It looks like a sleeping bag that you would like put on, then you just like wear the whole thing, except it's got leg like pant legs, and then the giant multi like floral print um, jacket, but underneath mm. all that, he's just wearing like a wife beater. So, what a what a look. That is luck. Uh, we'll put this out there just so everybody can see. There's also one where it looks like he's attempting to rock climb, but he's like too far up the almost completely vertical face of a rock for it to be like a natural photo. So I don't know why they put that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll put some of these up. You guys tell us if you're vibing with it. Because um, right now, Jared Leto could do anything. And I think he would, I would just allow it. He looks great. Well, there you go. He also Any has... Other- Really Any nice other beard. Jared Leto news? Well, he has a sweet beard. And something that was requested of us from mm-hmm. one of our Instagram followers was to just learn a little bit more about the beard. And we actually had a lot of uh, listener requests this this episode, so we have a lot to cover. It but is the year of the listener. Is We, we have dubbed this uh, aptly so, the year of the listener. And the listener wants to know, what's up with the beard? And specifically shouted you out for having a really glorious beard so looking good did you just make up this um listener and you're like i'm just going to give great compliments nope but i doesn't know anything about collapse but i would compliment you anyways man you're my bestie but you specifically got an instagram beard shout out for your facial locks yay thank you so the big question i think is is 2021 still a beard year? Is it going to be a beard? I think it's going to be a beard year. Everyone's inside. Are you talking about me specifically or just in general? Both. I think it's going to be a beard year. Well, everyone's inside. No one really um, cares. I would say about their appearance as we kind of discussed earlier with everyone dressing it down at home. Um, And that's kind of one of the reasons I have a beard is just because I'm pretty lazy when it comes to, shaving every day and i would have to shave like every two to three days probably to keep it looking i don't know professional if i was going to go clean shaven so i just kind of let it grow sure but i think it's gonna be a beard year what about you i there's like three times i can remember in the last 10 years that i've been clean shaven so i think every year for me just a beard year Mm -hmm. Um, i just have a weird face so i'm just like committing to being a beard guy um, the one thing I will say, this is not from listener. I'm just hyping, I'm just hyping you up as my boy. The one thing I'm so jealous of at your beard, cause it took me forever to get connection 
from mustache to like chin like mm-hmm. in this area it just took a really long time finally got there but you have under the lip like you're here just goes the whole way it's just like all beard i just have like a little gross soul patch thing and i just i don't know i'm really self-conscious about it but yours just looks great man so i just wanted to tell you that, like, get there your under the lip beard is strong you just need to be like um incredibly hairy your entire life and then by the time you turn 30 you'll have um goatee as part of your beard too so in like seven months the this part's just gonna fill in yeah okay yeah exactly Sweet. time as soon as i turn 30 just right there just a bunch of hair comes overnight out. just like yeah, other like other Santa parts Claus. of my body yeah that have started growing hair that i'm like i thought this was supposed to happen when i was 12 like <laughs> we're a little late to the party now <laughs> getting hair here but okay fine so, but anyways, man, that's just for me. Your beard looks great. Appreciate that. Um, also, I think the beanie is still, as one can see, I'm a big beanie guy. And the beanie mm-hmm. beard thing, the the sailor vibe is still strong, I think, in 2021. Uh, Jared Leto would seem to agree based on the adverts for North Face Gucci. So I think we're going to start seeing more... Um people roll their beanies that's that's kind of what i'm thinking you like you like a rolled beanie yeah and a little at least a little roll in there you know how everyone sure. used to just have like the big old socks on their head the, the beanie. Yeah, yeah the steezy beanie i think it's going to turn more into like like the sailor beanie with a little with at least one roll yep this one uh that i'm wearing i'm gonna give a shout out i'm gonna give a free ad do you mind if i just do like a quick free ad uh to a super small uh, guy designer named Paul Landry in Maine. After talking to the cousins guys, I got super into like Maine stuff, and so I got. Did this you get beanie. this while you were there, or did you look up no. various Maine products? I saw it when we were there, and I was like, I don't think I would ever need that beanie. And then after talking to the Maine guys, I was so hyped up, and I was like, I gotta get that beanie, and it shipped super fast. Uh, but Paul Landry does a beanie, and it comes like it's made pre-rolled. It's like it comes pre-rolled. It's got a couple stitches in there just so you can't unroll it. Uh, it. You could technically unroll it if you wanted to do a steezy beanie, but he's got the... They, they ship it that way, though. Yep. Oh, I see. They got some stitching in there, so a little bit more detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's nice. So, yeah, that's a uh, nice-looking beanie. Thanks, man. Yeah, so shout-out Paul Landry. Um, if you want to hit us with some free swag, don't worry about it. Like You're welcome for the free plug. It's fine. But, and uh, I, too, will do a plug about my hat from a small company that you might have heard heard of. Yeah. This um, particular um, build hat is from a company called Adidas. Have are you they, heard of them? Are they, uh, is that local? Is that like a Portland thing? They got like a Portland office. I think it's pretty local. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Artisanal? they might have another, I think they might have um, another headquarters somewhere in the world as well. Maybe Germany or something. Like a, like a Berlin? Pretty local though. Pretty local. <laughs> Super artisanal. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably find them on Etsy. Yeah, I think so. Some bootleg Adidas stuff on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. No, shout out free plugs. Um, but to answer your question, I think it's a beard year. I think DB and D is declaring it a beard year still. I think we're going strong for a multitude of reasons, and thus it's a beard year. Although, um, as my mother would say, um, you can get COVID in your beer, so you should um, clean it up more. <laughs> um, did you ever, have you ever tried the Rogue Ales Beard Beer? I have, and it was not my favorite. So I really liked it. I thought it tasted. Oh, good. man. 
Um, do you, and you, I'm assuming you know the story behind it then? Yeah. Use the yeast from the guy's beard. Yeah. Super gross. So for our listeners that don't know, Rogue is a brewery in Oregon on the coast. Mm-hmm. And they have a beer called Beard Beer. And I was at their tap room one time and the guy told me a story. Apparently they were trying to find like a new yeast to do some fancy beer, uh, a new like brew. Couldn't find anything that hadn't, you know, wasn't already existing. And as a joke, decided to swab one of the brewmaster's beards. And it turns out there was a new form of yeast in his beard that was growing and they cultured it and turned it into a bunch of beers. And it's not bad. It's not like the best beer I've ever had, but it's like not bad. It tasted like beer. Yeah, it's a beer. All of their beers kind of just taste like beer to me, but that's true. Have you had their maple bacon one? We don't have to go too much into this. I don't want to. Don't that one, I don't think I've had that one. They're, they're really small batch stuff. I don't think I've ever had. Yeah, it looks crazy. It's in a pink bottle. Anyways, we had more listener questions that sort of revolve around, uh, I guess, health and skincare. Um, this mm. one, this one came from friend of the pod, Pat. <laughs> Also your brother. (laughs) (laughs) And he would like to know, what is Greg's skincare routine? Because this is a hype up episode. You look great, man. Your skin's looking, you're glowing right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I can't tell if this question was to troll or not, but I will answer it anyway. (laughs) So um, my skin has always been incredibly dry. Even when I was going through puberty and had acne, um, the dermatologist was like, so you have dry skin. And I said, but I have acne. So that seems like an oxymoron. Apparently my whole life I've had it. So I have to put on um, just tons of lotion. Otherwise mm. my face feels like paper. You're hella moisturized. Yeah. So I put on, um, I used to use Kiehl's, but it was super expensive. So oh. now I just use Cetaphil <laughs> in the morning and night. And then it makes my uh, skin not incredibly dry. I love that for you, man. Yeah. Kiehl's is bougie here. You could be wearing, I I, I picture you wearing a North Face Gucci outfit while you're putting on your Kiehl's. Yeah, I think it was like a uh, Kiehl's Dior uh, collab. Damn. (laughs) Big spender. (laughs) No, I think it was a gift for Christmas. Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, you look great. So thank you. I had the opposite. Do you have any uh, skin skincare uh, regimens that you'd like to discuss? No, nah, man, I'm mad oily, so I have the opposite problem. Mm. Like I'm trying to suppress suppress that the, them oils. Okay. Um, but as I've gotten older, it's just kind of figured itself out, I guess. My 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 balance is is more in check. So. Well, that's nice. I hit it with some uh, some up and up Target brand uh, like face wash in the morning in the shower, and that's the jam. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm blessed, but yeah, I haven't always yeah. been blessed. I, I struggle with some pretty gnarly acne myself. So yeah, uh, rough teenage years, but we overcame. Now look at so us. If there's any um, listeners out there struggling with um, skincare, we feel your pain. We do. We'll get through this. We've been there, but also we have very little advice on how to fix it because yeah. <laughs> it didn't really work for us. We just dealt with it in that world. So it just we, kind of like we, went away. We grinned and bared it. And by that, I mean, we were just very awkward, twe- uh, awkward teens. Yeah, we just and it turned into the, being awkward adults. We just so spent all of our time with each other because we could, we could, nobody else could bear to look at us. We just looked at each other. It was great. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just hang in there. You'll be fine. Good question, Pat. Um, next question. We got 
a lot. I mean, a lot happened last week in the stock world. Investments were kind of doing some some shit. Um, so we had questions from Mark Chiller, Kyle. Everybody wanted to know what was going on, particularly with GameStop and AMC movie theaters. Mm-hmm. So to run it down, this is just a recap of the news. A bunch of people on Reddit decided to take down the big the big hedge funds. And the hedge funds had been shorting stocks for GameStop and AMC. These guys decided we're just going to buy all the stocks. And yeah. they did. And GameStop went from like $13 to almost, I think at one point it was like $400 a share. Um, naturally, that bankrupted the hedge funds. And because they had to sell all their short positions. And a lot of the brokerages, particularly Robinhood and a couple others, had to like put a halt on selling or buying these stocks. So it was nuts. I mean, it's like the first time this has ever happened. Obviously, it's still an, an, a rolling story. Um, I did yeah, not. It's kind of a developing story with <laughs> yeah. what this C- SEC or anybody else is going to do exactly. right now. So. Um, the White House has even been asked about it at their daily press conferences. They've been very much like, I mean, this isn't for us to, to get involved in. Um, online, a lot of people were commenting, especially like at Robinhood, unfortunately, pretty negatively because, I mean, they kind of shut down the trading of these stocks, which defeats the free market, which I understand. It's up to your perspective. Yeah. And it sucks if you lost a lot of money because of that. But investing is a risk and you have to understand that shit like that happens. And hopefully you don't lose some money. So, yeah, I didn't play that game. It was a little too, little too volatile for me. I think mm-hmm. some folks probably made a lot of money, and some folks probably lost a lot of money. Um, but yeah. yeah, I just watched it happen and said, very much like Greg said when he saw the North Face Gucci collab. I said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and, that, and then it was over. So, sorry guys, don't have much to say on that. But it was. Uh, it was an interesting week. It did prove, all I will say is it did prove that I think retail investors have a lot bigger hand than they've ever realized that they have when they all come together and decide to do something yeah. like that. So it's, it's yeah, going to be interesting. And I think, yeah. And I think basically everyone in the stock market right now is trying to figure out how that is going to play a role in the stock market going forward, including the SEC um because obviously they want to make it a win-win for everyone but it kind of seems like at this point it wouldn't be at least for one party or the other so yeah probably going to be pretty careful with how they handle that situation going forward for sure but it was it's very much like you know us versus the establishment type of thing but then the establishment was like nah man (laughs) like yeah it's not gonna happen so who knows i don't know i i guess one of my final points about that um is like a bunch of little guys got together and bought a bunch of shares um but it's kind of the same thing like if a big brokerage or investment group did the same thing it's like if berkshire hathaway buys or sells out of a company the same thing is going to happen with their stock exactly they just have that purchasing power because yep they have that they're just a large corporation so exactly and i don't know enough about like trade laws and stuff like that to say if it was illegal or not. I think there's people are trying to argue both ways, but Greg said it perfectly just now, which is that hedge funds and huge brokerages have been doing this exact thing for, I mean, however many years since like the stock market became a thing. So, but now they're all pissed off that 
like Greg said, a bunch of little guys decided to get together and do, do the exact same thing. So um, developing, we'll see, but it was a, I mean, it was a hell of a ride. It threw the market into a, uh, a roller coaster for a couple of days. So mm. it's fun to see at least. Yeah. And who knows, maybe we'll have to cover it in, in a future episode. If see how it plays out, have to get the guy, the, the guys from GameStop. Actually, I would love to get the CEO of Robin Hood because I watched a couple of the article or the interviews that he was doing. And he just, do you know who Martin Shkreli is? Yeah. That guy that mm. like jacked up the price of like cancer drugs, yeah, 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 yeah. like crazy through the roof and yeah. then used the money to buy a Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the CEO, I'm gonna throw a little shade, CEO of Robin Hood looks like Martin Shkreli's little brother. Like they're both just super pale, like <laughs> black hair is like scrawny little guy. And when I saw him on Fox News, like doing his thing, I was like, that looks like Martin Shkreli. So, and they kind of both pulled the same shit. So anyways, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. And that's the thing about also not trying to single out Robin Hood. Just a lot of articles have been writing about about Robin Hood, even though basically every retail trading platform shut it down. But for whatever reason, because they're the biggest name or they have, I don't know, the most users they were. They were the most discussed in the media for sure. Well, their whole, like, people were finding this old tweet from 2014 that was like, let the people trade, like, we're democratizing trading. And then yeah, the hedge funds were like, nah, man, no, you're not. <laughs> so um, <laughs> people were just like, this is a, the whole re- the whole motto behind Robinhood is like, we're bringing a voice to the little guys. And then as soon as the little guys yeah. did what they said, they shut it down. So that's why a lot of people were, like, pretty upset. It just seemed pretty, uh, I don't know, you know. I guess when you have a name like Robin Hood, that's going to come with a territory. Yeah, Yeah. they kind of of set themselves up for that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Um, If you guys made a bunch of money, shout out. If you didn't, Mm -hmm. sorry to hear that. Yeah. There we go. All right, next on the list. Victor, will the Beavs have a winning record this year? Victor, we didn't know what sport you were talking about. We're going to assume football. um, But Greg, I'll, I'll let you. What do you think? Beeves. I took a look at their schedule the other day and I'm um wish I could say I'm more optimistic than I am. But I think the games that we would need to I guess the games that would be the most competitive in the Pac 12 with like the closest competition, a lot of those are away this year. Mm. So I think we are going to go five hundred. So we are neither going to win nor lose. I think we're gonna have six wins. That's conservative. And that, and that it being said is we have to win two of our three um, opening games. I think we could probably beat Idaho. We could probably beat Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I hope we can beat Purdue. <laughs> but I think they went to a bowl this last year and we didn't. They did. That being said, they also had a different schedule because of everything that was going on this last year. So yes, we will see. If I think if we get, I think if we get go in two, two wins into the Pac-12 play, we have a good chance of going. 500. I think if we go three and zero in the Pac-12, we have a good chance of at least getting to a winning record. But I'm sure that's a famous last words that everyone <laughs> that's a Beaver fan has heard before. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think that's very reasonable, very conservative. I would say I agree with you that whatever happens at Purdue and Hawaii is going to unfortunately determine a lot of conference play because that's a, that's usually a good indicator. Um, yeah for what's going to go on but they're playing i mean they play idaho at home which is good they play hopefully 
prayer hands, you can go to football games next year. That would yeah. be awesome. And because they play at least CU Boulder. Capacity. Yeah, they play CU Boulder here. So I would love to go um, mm. cheer them on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful. I think this year, despite all the nonsense, they played hard. They were they, they were really well. they were in most of the games that they played. Even if they didn't yeah. win, they were right there. So, uh, and I will say, I think a lot of this also depends on if Jefferson de- decides to go pro or not, because yes. the games he was not in this year, it was very apparent that he wasn't yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah. they, they just crowded the line because they knew we couldn't pass, and then sure. without him didn't open up a passing game at all so yeah that will probably be, uh, be a big factor as well as if our quarterbacks progress at all so we shall see i like that um as for other sports basketball looks uh well wishy-washy already at least men's sometimes basketball. they look good <laughs> sometimes they look bad yeah um and i'm always hopeful for baseball so strong mm-hmm. program obviously it was pat casey wasn't there last year was he no yeah and they still did pretty well so well did they play they did they play i don't think they went to i don't think they even went to like regionals or anything okay well we got a strong program so they know how to win i'd like to see them get back to the uh to omaha Mm -hmm. so there you go victor we we're hopeful we're hopeful and hopefully we were talking about the correct sports when you asked that (laughs) question I don't know. I think we touched on most of them, but uh, yeah. they always have a good gymnastics program too. So good gymnastics, yeah. uh, wrestling Volleyball is usually strong. Yeah, always good. Yeah, yeah. So, Women's good. basketball always good. They always have better a than record. the men. Yeah, always better than the men. So shout out Beavers WBB. All right, go Beavs, go Beavs. Uh, Victor hit us with a second question, and this one is pretty thought provoking. So Victor asked us, will DTC direct to consumer? And to be fair, I assume he's mean direct to consumer. He just said DTC. So if we're going down this tangent and he doesn't actually know about this, Victor, be more specific in your questions next week. Yeah. We know you're listening. Um, will DTC consumer direct to consumer growth outpace 2020 in 2021? Um, and I think, you know, open it up for discussion. What do you think, Greg? I think as long as we're stuck at home. Yes. Agreed. Short and sweet. Um, I think, <laughs> I mean, I know, I think there's a ton of, uh, it's way easier now for, with places like Etsy or Shopify for anybody to just set up an e-commerce site and become a direct-to-consumer business. Um, I think it's probably easier than it ever has been before. People have had a lot of time on their hands. A lot of people are trying to find ideas on ways to make extra cash. Starting businesses mm-hmm. is very simple. I would say that it's going to continue to outpace, if not beat it. Yeah. I think a lot of cases too, direct to consumer. I don't know. This could, this could just be like a bias or just an opinion I have, but it seems like they're also cheaper than like a similar product if it was to go through a retailer. Um, So I think that that's also going to drive a lot of direct to consumer as well. hundred percent. You're cutting out the middleman. Profit. Well has an article that says that, as of right now, 25% of consumers are making at least one-fifth of their purchases from DTC brands, and mm. they project that 81% of consumers will make at least one DTC purchase over the next five years. So you're talking going from 25% making one-fifth to 81% making, I mean, uh, at least one. So it's a little bit different of a scale, but 
Uh, yeah. There's just going to be a lot more options for people to buy stuff like Paul Andrew beanies. And mm. uh, yeah, I, I think it has to grow. It can only go up from here. It can only go up. Uh, and there's a lot of big Famous companies too. <laughs> uh, there's one company that stood out that was on this list, um, which I think makes the most Gucci. sense for us to talk about. Uh, it's Gucci collab with Tesla. Oh, so, if you think about it, Tesla is a direct consumer business. They're not, you know, marketing through like other dealerships. They just sell at their own stores. Mm-hmm. So father Elon runs a DTC business. Daddy, daddy Elon. <laughs> and they are con- demonstrating that it can work in the auto industry. So I would say, yes, it's going to grow up. Boom. Boom. And then, um, if you meant something else by uh, DTC, just let us know. For sure. If you meant downtown centers, which hopefully yeah. will grow because people will be able to leave their house and because of COVID. So maybe that'll grow too. Yeah, that'll grow. There you go. All right. It's all you, man. Your favorite segment. Uh-oh. Uh, let's just go run off that Tesla into the drive of the week 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 sound like you're standing at a, in a mountaintop in joshua tree with uh with jared leto with that many echoes i've been to joshua tree it's pretty flat so i don't know what that is they got like rocks and stuff but compared to oregon it is definitely when I put these pictures up, he's like carrying like climbing ropes. It looks like he's literally doing some rock climbing. So, I mean, hmm. if I you're, guess, I mean, there's, there's rocks there. I wouldn't call them like mountains, but I just want to say before the draft week, I wish I was rich enough to rock climb in North face Gucci hiking boots and North face Gucci gear. Like if that's the type of money I'm making, things are going pretty well. No, I'm sure there's a lot of people that rock climb in um, North face and Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Drive of the weeks. Weeks. Out of the weeks. Weeks, 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 weeks. Um, the 2021 Toyota Camry will mm-hmm. have an all-wheel drive option for the first time in 29 years. I'll be honest, according I, to I a car know. drive article. I didn't know that it wasn't all-wheel drive. So good to know. 30 years, almost. That's a long time. Not a Camry guy? I don't know that I've ever been in a Camry, to be honest. Well... You not take Ubers? Uh, I guess that's fair. A lot of Camry, a lot lot of Uber drivers drive Camrys. That's true. I've probably been in a Camry. You're right. You're right. So you're saying that you're not thrilled about this news? I mean, I'm stoked for them. I think uh, for for people like me that live in snowy climates, uh, you know, an all-wheel drive is a necessity. So I know an alternative to a Subaru. (laughs) Dude, don't get me started on people driving the booze in Colorado. It's like everybody has one it's the whole thing and then they talk about them to each other and I just you could don't like it. you could start like the counterculture of subarus to get an all-wheel drive camry <laughs> that might be the next uh you're just gonna see a bunch of people mopping up mobbing up the canyons and all-wheel drive camrys yeah right? <laughs> hell yeah car club love that St- studded camrys yeah. <laughs> with blizz accent <laughs> <laughs> um and then in other driving-related news, uh, GM plans on making exclusively electric vehicles by 2035. 
So I got a couple questions to follow up about this. Hit me. Would you drive an electric Yukon or Escalade? Hell yes, I would. Oh. Like, yeah. No questions asked. Preference on one or the other? I'd probably take the Yukon. I think I'm not enough of a rapper to drive an Escalade. <laughs> I think you 50- don't want the heated steering wheels. They don't have the, the you're telling me the Yukon in 2030 by 2035, a Yukon's not gonna have a heated steering wheel. Well, I don't know. I think that's like the premier model. I think I think yeah, in Escalades true. it comes like that's a standard. It's like their base model, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I'm gonna say this. I definitely have never been in an Escalade. So <laughs> you're, you're you're right about the Camry. I probably I probably fraternized with the Camry or two. Definitely never been in an Escalade. No Escalade so, Uber drivers yeah. out in Colorado? No, nah, man. Hmm. No, we don't we don't ball like that. Or at least I don't I, I can't afford Uber Black. So maybe there's Escalades in there, but I'm always I'm always on Uber Pool. So sound broke ass bitch. When um side note, when we went to Europe, uh we had to take Uber Black <laughs> everywhere because their cars in Europe are so small that they wouldn't fit our luggage. Seriously? Unless we, yeah. oh unless we got an Uber Black. Just getting picked up in Fiat 500s. We're just, yeah, we're just getting like Mercedes like every single time. (laughs) But it's like a pretty, pretty standard, like, I don't know, a smaller Mercedes. It was just like, love that. Did you feel their largest luxury uh, cars there? Were you just whipping around Europe in in Uber Blacks? Like, that's a, that's a vibe, man. Oh, yeah. So, was that on your honeymoon? Yeah, it was on our honeymoon. That's like even better. The Uber there was also less expensive. So like an Uber Black was like a regular Uber here. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's I nice. I just thought it was funny that they just have like clown cars otherwise. So <laughs> had to order basically a town car if you wanted to fit your that's luggage so in funny. there. I love that. I'm mad jealous. Uh, I'm going electric Yukon. To me, it's a little more practical and I can mm. probably a little bit more afford it. But um, what about you? You, you on that train? No, I'm going to all-wheel drive Camry all the way. Really? Electric or not. <laughs> Electric or not. <laughs> way to care about the environment, Greg. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just joking. I'm just joshing. No, just I'd, go, um, I'd go like a big um, Cadillac sedan. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. By then, you'll probably be a grandpa. So, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> You'd be able to ride in a Seville. I hope my um, grandpa by then, but who knows? <laughs> it's 2035, man. The future is already pretty fucking weird. So I don't That's know true. What's gonna happen? Um, I, I vibe with that though. The thing that I find very interesting about that article though is that they're saying they want to exclusively offer uh, electric vehicles, and yeah. to me that means they're not gonna offer gas vehicles mm-hmm. anymore. No moss. Nope. That's. I mean, that's a big. That's a big move. Yeah, and they want to be like carbon neutral too. Do you think so, we're there yet? Do you think in 14 years we can get to the point where everyone's just driving an electric car? Maybe. I think I think a lot of this push is because California is trying to make like electric vehicles like that's what they want everyone in California to be driving by that time or at least like new cars just exclusively wow. being sold would be electric. So I think because of that um, being such a large market share for the United States, I think they're like, well, might as well just go all in. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. If if California is doing it, I'm sure other states are going to kind of follow suit and at least 
have a portion of retailers selling electric. Do you think this includes, I didn't read the article now. Does that include hybrids or is hybrid still, is this like just straight electric? I think it's just straight electric. Wow. Man, that's a big, uh, it's a big move. Mm-hmm. Go for it, GM. Make it happen. How many, guys. how many miles per gallon do you think an electric Yukon would get? <laughs> Wouldn't it be so funny if it was? I mean, like... I guess, I guess, I guess the miles per gallon would still be the same. But yeah. how many miles per charge do you think it would get? I think it would make me laugh if, like, they were very intentionally, like, still really terrible on whatever the equivalent of gas mileage is. Like if you could only get like yeah. 75 miles per charge and they're like, it's an SUV. I don't know what you guys want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're like, you're polluting the world because you make us charge it three times more than I have to in my Prius. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I would hope by then that you're getting more than a hundred. Um, Tesla's can go like pretty far, pretty far on a single mm-hmm. charge. So I would like to think by then the technology is there to do uh over a hundo i would hope so too but who knows i guess we'll see but i do think it would be very hilarious if they were just like what you guys wanted we're we were capping out at 75 so yeah <laughs> i don't know and especially if you're towing it's 12 <laughs> that would make me laugh hey when that goes camping has to go within like the same city otherwise <laughs> they're in trouble they're just building all these like random where gas stations are. They're putting in charging ports everywhere because you have to stop every <laughs> 20 miles. I think that would be crazy if they just made it the same as what you would get on a normal tank of gas, which is like 180 miles. I don't know. Shout out them, though. Shout out them. We'll see how that goes. We've got a lot of wait and sees coming up. a lot of wait and sees. Between this year and 2035. So Yeah. But... We'll probably figure out um, what's going on with um, the stock market before (laughs) we're talking about what's going on with GM's electric vehicles in 2035, but you never know. Maybe we'll take them the next 14 years to figure that out as well. It's very possible. Very possible. Uh, Well, hell yeah, man. Learned a lot. Good app. I learned about athleisure wear brands and collabs. Um, Found out there was a designer called Off-White. Um, Shout out Virgil Abloh. Yeah. We'll put some stuff up on Insta. Get your guys' take on uh, on the North Face Gucci collab. Let us know what you think. If you would uh, rock some of these fits, I think we'll each pick out one of our favorite looks from the lookbook and post those. Mm. Can you tell us what, which one you like better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bizarre. Um. Yeah. And shout out listeners. We got a lot of, like a ton of questions this week, way more than usual. So thank you for giving us good pod fodder. You let us down some interesting, uh, interesting and thought provoking topics. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. And um, the more specific, the better. I'm just not throwing shit at anyone in particular. Victor. (laughs) But also, I guess if they're vague, that leads us into more discussion. So maybe he was doing mm-hmm. it intentionally. Who knows? He's a good he's a good pod guest. Maybe we'll have to have him on sometimes, a special yeah. guest, so he can ask us his questions in real time. We'll just we have can... to have him like record them. That's actually an option. So on our uh, anchor site, there's a place Uh-oh. where people can send in like voice messages for us to listen to. Hmm. So 
Uh, maybe I'll throw the, that's the link that's in our bio right now on Instagram. So if you go on there, it should give you the option to record a voice message to us and uh, we can answer your questions that way. But either way it works. We're flexible. We'll get it's to like the bottom of wear. So fucking flexible. <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. I hope All you right. enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy your week. Make good life choices. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.